Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. And I'm glad y'all are here because I want to talk to you about a topic that I talk to my clients about consistently, and it's called emotional mastery. If you're looking for a tried and true way to become the master of your life, then you're going to want to listen and take notes today because I'm about to share with you the process that I take my clients through and the process that I have used on a regular basis since I first learned it to get a clear handle on what I'm truly feeling and how I can use the emotions that I'm feeling to empower me. I cannot begin to tell you how many times I hear from my clients that they can't get themselves out of emotional ruts. It's as if they're imprisoned in their emotions and they don't see a way out. And I, in all honesty, used to be that kind of person. I would just feel the emotion. I'd let it get the best of me. It would overtake me. And then for hours and hours and even days, I would be caught in the trenches of the emotional spiral. And I did not believe I had a way out until either I got so sick and tired of feeling it, feeling that way that I did, or something externally happened to snap me out of that emotional hell that I was in. So I don't know if you've experienced this on in your life, but if you have, today is going to help you truly. So I don't want you to experience that for a moment longer than you might already be experiencing that if you're going through that even in this moment. Uh, I just want you to know that there's a way out of it faster than you think. You just need to put into place these six steps that I'm about to teach you, and I promise you, If you have the intention to get out of the black hole of the emotions that you put yourself in, and I mean, you need to have the intention. None of these things will work if you don't truly want to get out of the emotion that you're feeling. And I mean, yeah, you do. You put yourself in these emotions. We choose them. We choose what we feel. We choose the perspective that we have about ourselves and our situation. And we choose whether or not we're going to take action to achieve a different emotional result. And like I said, if you have the intention to feel a different emotion, you will. Every time that I've taught this process to a client and they follow this process, their emotions shift very quickly and they become clear about what they truly feel, what they truly think, and what they truly believe they can do to change their perspective about the situation that they're experiencing. So in short, if you use this process of emotional mastery that I'm about to teach you, these six steps, you will never, ever feel stuck in a bad emotion again. And the only reason why I can say that as a guarantee is because I have learned how to do this and it has gotten me out of really shitty feelings very fast. Because to be very honest with you, I don't want to feel bad. I have no desire to feel bad. I want to feel good. And so I'm going to do whatever I can to feel the emotion that I want to feel on a regular basis. So the goal here is to teach you how to break your limiting patterns, how to break your limiting beliefs and your limiting emotions and connect you with 
patterns, emotions, and beliefs that allow you to find solutions to any challenge. And most definitely to help you access a different perspective so that you can solve the problem and relieve yourself of any pain and suffering. That sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? So these six steps that I'm about to teach you to master your emotions, you'll be able to use this process in any situation in the future to get the lesson from it, from the emotion, and to eliminate the pain more quickly. So you're going to become the master of your emotions, and that's pretty amazing. And guess what happens? When you master your emotions, you master your life. So let's dive in. So often people feel overloaded. They don't even know what they're feeling. All they know is that they're being attacked by all of these negative emotions and feelings. I don't know if you've ever felt that, where all of a sudden you feel horrible. And I'm not talking physically like the flu, but I mean emotionally, you feel like you're overtaken with, with this horrible feeling. So instead of feeling overloaded, what I want you to do is I want you to take a step back. This is step one. Take a step back for a moment and ask yourself, what am I really feeling right now? So if you think at first, I'm feeling really angry or pissed, begin to ask yourself, am I really feeling angry or is there something else? Is this just my reaction to something else? Maybe what I'm really feeling is hurt or disappointed or that I've lost out on something. Maybe I feel like I'm embarrassed, but instead I'm choosing to feel angry about it. So I want you to realize that a feeling of hurt or a feeling of loss or, you know, embarrassment isn't as intense as the feeling of anger. So just in taking a moment to identify what you're really feeling and beginning to question your emotions, you may be able to lower the emotional intensity you're experiencing and therefore deal with the situation much more quickly and easily. Does that make sense? You want to reduce the emotional intensity that you're feeling uh, by really understanding what is truly at the bottom of what's going on so that you can shift into being more proactive and effective in problem solving. So if, for example, right now I say I'm feeling rejected, right? I want you to ask yourself, am I really feeling rejected or am I feeling a sense of separation from the person I love? Is it really what's going on? Is this my stuff that I'm bringing into the situation that's kind of skewing my emotions? You might ask yourself, am I feeling rejected or am I feeling disappointed, let down? Am I feeling rejected or am I feeling a little uncomfortable? Remember, there's power in the words that you use. On another podcast, I talked about the power of vocabulary. It's called transformational vocabulary. And you can change the words that you use to immediately lower the intensity. So again, as you identify what you're feeling, instead of maybe it's not anger, maybe it's disappointment, maybe it's sadness, maybe it's loss. You really get to the heart of what you feel and you can lower the intensity even more uh, just by the words that you use, which makes it easier to learn from that emotion. And we're going to talk about what learning from your emotions means because the emotions that you have serve a purpose. Trust me, uh, we were not designed. We did not come here on this earth just to feel crappy uh, and to not know why. Our goal is to really investigate that. So that leads us to step two. 
uh, I want you to acknowledge and appreciate your emotions and know that they support you. And this is a strange concept for most people because most of us, if you're not aware of this concept, you just feel emotions it's as if uh, you think they do you. But in fact, it's the opposite. You do your emotions. So if that's the case, then you have control over how intensely you feel and you have control over what you feel. So you never want to make your emotions wrong. They are really here. They do have a positive intention. And if you take a moment to honor them instead of fearing them or being angry at them because they occur, you're going to be in such a better position to resolve uh, any emotion you feel or any situation. So the idea that anything you feel is wrong is a great way to destroy honest communication with yourself as well as with others. So I want you to be thankful that there's a part of your brain that's sending you a signal of support, a call to action to make a change in either your perception of some aspect of your life or in actions. And I guarantee you, those of you that are listening to this information today, you probably for the first time are saying to yourself, wait, I don't understand. How can I be thankful for the feelings of anger or sadness or resentment? That How could that possibly be a call to action to do things differently? Well, it is. Feelings aren't meant to just be felt. They're meant to be used in a way to help you advance and grow. So if you're willing to trust your emotions, and that's a whole nother, nother topic, to be able to trust your emotions, uh, knowing that even though you may not understand them at the moment, each and every one of them that you experience is there to support you in making a positive change. And you'll immediately stop the war uh, you once had with yourself. And that's interesting too, because we end up getting in this crazy eight process. We end up bouncing back between negative emotions constantly without feeling a sense of relief. So instead, you're going to feel yourself moving towards simple solutions once you really welcome whatever feeling you have. So making emotion wrong or unwelcome or where you completely resent feeling anything negative, it's rarely going to uh, become less intense. And the goal is to get your emotions to become less intense so that you can think clearly. So whatever you resist tends to persist. Okay, whatever emotions you tend to push away, they're going to come back. They may die a little bit, but let me tell you, uh, spirit and our bodies have a way and our emotions have a way of turning up the volume on our emotions so that at some point your emotions are going to get so intense that you have to pay attention to them. So I want you to cultivate the feeling of appreciation for every emotion you have. And like a child that needs attention, you'll find that your emotions will calm down almost immediately as you attend to them, just as your emotions become uh, more intense if you ignore them. Step three, get curious about the message this emotion is sending you. Remember the power of changing your emotional states. I've talked about that before, that you have the ability to use uh, the language that you use for, to talk to yourself about anything about yourself and your world. You have the ability to change your focus where you are looking and thinking about different beliefs and different outcomes. And you have the ability to change your physical state, your physiology, even from a sitting to standing position, even from a, uh, uh, laying down to getting up and doing some jumping jacks, even going into a different room or changing your environment completely. 
Those three things will help you change your emotional state. And if you put yourself in a state of mind where you're truly feeling curious about learning about something, then this is an immediate pattern interrupt to any emotion that enables you to learn a great deal about yourself. And the goal here, without a doubt, is to interrupt your pattern that doesn't work for you. All right. And getting curious is going to be a habit that you're going to need to develop to truly make progress in your life. So getting curious helps you master your emotions and solve the challenge and prevent the same problem from occurring in the future. Okay. So getting curious helps you master your emotions, solve the challenge and prevent the same problem from occurring in the future. As you begin to feel the emotion, I want you to get curious about what it really has to offer you. A lot of times when I teach my clients this, they look at me like I have three heads, like, well, I don't understand what you're talking about. Get curious about the message. What do you mean? Emotions have a message? Yep, they do. They're not there just for you to feel them. Like I said before, they're there for you to connect with them, to befriend them and to understand them and use them to be a better version of yourself. So what, what do you need to do right now to make things better? If you're feeling lonely, for example, get curious and ask, is it possible that I'm just misinterpreting the situation to mean that I'm alone when in reality I have all kinds of friends? If I just let them know that I want to visit with them, wouldn't they love to visit with me as well? Is my loneliness giving me a message that I need to take action, reach out more and connect with people? A lot of the times when we feel rejected by other people, it tends to be that you know, we need to take some action, some proactive action on behalf of ourselves. I often tell my clients that when they feel like nobody's reaching out and nobody cares, nobody loves me, I ask them, well, have you reached out to them to know that you want to spend time? Have you acted on your own behalf to meet the need of connection and love? And they'll look at me and like, no, well, why don't you try that? So I'm going to encourage you to do that as well. Even if there's an emotion that you feel like uh, is, that is causing you to struggle and you have made an assumption about somebody else, maybe their behavior, maybe their actions, and all you're doing is feeling it, you might want to reach out to that person and say, hey, you know what? I just want to run something by you. I was feeling kind of frustrated or rejected when you said X. Is that what you meant for me to feel? Is that what you meant? I just want to get clear. And chances are 99% out of 100, the person had no malicious intent and they wouldn't want you to struggle. So taking initiative, being proactive, can oftentimes eliminate uh, a bad emotion. So I want you to think about these four questions. And actually, I've added a fifth one. And it's connected to the positive intention of emotions. And I'll talk to you about that shortly. So I want you to think about this all the time. I want you to, anytime you're not feeling what you want to feel, I want you to ask yourself these emotions, uh, these questions. So be curious about your emotions. For example, first question, what do I really want to feel? Do I really want to feel angry, irritated, frustrated, embarrassed, annoyed? That may keep me safe and it may feel like I am uh, punishing the other person, but I'm really just hurting myself. So what do I really want to feel? The second question is, 
what would I have to believe in order to feel the way that I've been feeling? What are the thoughts? What has what consistently goes on in my head that supports and reinforces the ways that I've been feeling? What am I willing to do to create a solution and handle this right now? I can tell you hands down, so many people do not ask themselves that question. What can I do right now to create a solution and handle this right now? The fourth question is, what can I learn from this? And this perhaps is one of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself. What can I learn from this? Everything that happens to us for the most part, and I say for the most part because I'm not an entire believer that everything happens to us for a reason, like death of someone we love. I still have a hard time wrapping my head around that. But I think everything beyond that, struggle, stress, even trauma has a purpose. And so it is so important for you to ask yourself with anything that happens, what can I learn from this? What's the purpose of this? And then the last question that's such a powerful question is, what is the positive intention of the emotion that I'm feeling? I teach my clients a process to literally extract the emotion. We, we connect with the emotion. We find it in our bodies. We bring it out of our bodies and put it in the room somewhere. Describe its shape, its density, its weight, its height. Right? And then what we do is we say, all right, anger, anxiety, fear. Why are you here? And then I ask them to just trust what comes. Just trust. Don't filter it with your thinking and then share with me where you're at. Share with me what the feeling of anxiety, of panic, of uh, fear, of anger has for you. A lot of times we'll use example of anxiety. A lot of times the anxiety is a warning. And it could warn you of something that truly is uh, um, a time where you need to defend yourself or prepare. But a lot of the times anxiety is alerting you that don't be so negative. There's really nothing for you to be concerned about. This is a habit and it's discouraging negativity. And it's asking you to breathe, to reconnect with what's going on right now, to be present and to be positive. It's very interesting. Most people don't believe that their feelings have a positive intention because they just suck to feel. But I'm telling you, you take a moment to ask yourself or to even write uh, the messages from your emotions down, asking it what's the positive intention of it. And I promise you, you're going to develop a different perspective. Step four, get confident. I want you to get confident that you can handle this emotion immediately, that you can take control over it that you can get clear about it. Because the quickest, simplest, and most powerful way that I know to handle any emotion is to remember a time when you felt a similar emotion and realize that you've successfully handled it before. Here's another uh, thing to think about. Maybe you look back and you know, you've, you've remembered a time when you felt a similar emotion and maybe you realize you haven't successfully handled it before but you want to now. So you can look at how you handled it before and now you can make shifts given these steps that I'm teaching you today and think about what you would have done differently. So since you handled it in the past and maybe you are thinking of a time where you handled it well in the past, 
then you know that that's evidence that you can handle it again today. Because the truth is, if you've ever had the action signal before, in other words, if you've ever had the emotion come up for you and alert you that, that you need to feel something and you've gotten through it, then you've already, you already have a strategy of how to change your emotional states. And if that strategy doesn't work for you, now's the time to develop a different one. So stop right now and think about a time when you felt the same emotions and how you dealt with them in a positive way. Use this as a role model or a checklist for what you can do right now to change how you feel. What did you do back then? Did you change what you were focusing on? Did the questions you ask yourself, did they change? Did you change your perceptions? Or did you take some kind of new action? Did you decide to do the same thing right now with the confidence um, that it will work just as it did before? And if you haven't decided to do that, decide to do that now. Know that no matter what comes up for you, you can handle. I share with clients all the time that the number one thing that keeps them Stuck emotionally, without a doubt, is over-focusing on self. But the second is having what's called anticipatory anxiety. And that is anxiety about anxiety, worrying about worrying. And most often, you are stuck in the future fearing what, what, for example, one, what might happen that you have no control over, and two, whether or not you can handle what happens in the future. So if you get in a position of confidence, that no matter what happens, you're going to employ steps to help yourself move through it much more easily and much less painfully, um, you're good to go. So for example, if you're feeling depressed and you've been able to turn it around before, ask yourself, well, what did I do then? Pull on those memories. Did you take some new action like going for a run or making some phone calls to connect with other people and get yourself out of that state? And once you've made some distinctions about what you've done in the past that's worked, this may sound simple, but do the same things now and you'll find that you'll get similar results. Step five, get certain you can handle this not only today, but in the future as well. This piggybacks on step four. You want to feel certain that you can handle any emotion with ease in the future by having a great plan to do it. And having a plan to handle things is going to be the one of the most important things for you to remember. Without a plan, we feel like we're on a raft in the sea and there's no getting back to dry land. So I want you to see, hear, and feel yourself handling the situation that's going on right now with ease. And every time you can practice this process of truly seeing, hearing, and feeling yourself handling the situation with ease, I can promise you the emotional intensity of whatever's going on with you will reduce. And you're going to create a new neural pathway of certainty that you can easily deal with the challenges that that come uh, in the future. And what's interesting is the emotions that we have create neural pathways. They become embedded in our brain. And that's what creates habits. So our goal is to create new neural pathways 
of feeling what we want to feel so that we can feel it more often. So in addition, I want you to jot down on a piece of paper three or four other ways that you could change your perception when you have an emotion that comes up or ways you could change how you're communicating with your feelings or needs or ways that you could change the actions you were taking in this particular situation. It's important to brainstorm. What could I do differently? And literally, I have people hang those things, hang those uh, those uh, written words on their refrigerators or on their mirrors in their bathrooms so that they know that no matter what they feel, all they have to do is choose a different way to deal with it from the list they've already developed when they're not in high panic mode. Step six, the last step, get excited and take action. And I know that sounds weird, but I'm asking you to get excited about the knowingness that you have, that you now have a plan. Now that you've heard this podcast, now that you've heard these steps, guess what? You can't unknow them. You can't unhear them. So you can't fall back on the fact that you don't know what to do to get yourself out of this emotional rut. And I want you to feel excited about that, that you have a plan and that you get to take different action to feel the emotions that you want to feel. So now that you've finished the first five steps, you've identified what you were really feeling. You've appreciated the emotion instead of fighting it. You've gotten curious about what it really meant and the lesson it was offering you. You learned from it. You figured out how to turn things around by modeling your successful past strategies for handling the emotion. Maybe you've developed new uh, strategies and you've rehearsed dealing with it uh, for future situations, installing a sense of certainty. The final step is obvious. Get excited and then take action. Get excited about the fact that you can easily handle this emotion or any other emotion. And take some action right away to prove that you've handled it. Don't stay stuck in the limiting emotions that you're having. It's a waste of time. And I don't want you to feel bad for a moment longer. So express yourself by using what you rehearsed internally to create a change in your perceptions and in your actions. Remember that the new distinctions you've just made, they are going to change the way you feel, not only today, but how you deal with this emotion in the future. So with these six steps, these simple steps, they may seem big to you right now because they're new, but I promise you they're very simple and you can do them very quickly. You can master virtually any emotion, any emotion that comes up in your life. And that's amazing. That's ridiculous. People look at me when I tell them, they're like, no way. And I, and we go through this process and all of a sudden they're like, well, that's all it took. Yeah. That's all it took. So if you find yourself dealing with the same emotion again and again, this six-step method will honestly help you identify the pattern and change it in a very short amount of time. I mean, literally seconds. So practice using the system. Like any elf, anything else that's brand new, at first it may seem cumbersome, it may seem weird, it may see, seem contrived. But the more you do it, the easier it will be Uh, to use and pretty soon you're going to find yourself being able to navigate your way through what you used to think were emotional minefields and emotional black holes. What you'll see instead 
will be a field of personal coaches guiding you each step of the way, showing you where you need to achieve, where you need to go to achieve your goals. And that, per, the, that field of personal coaches is you. You get to be that coach to yourself. You get to be uh, the person that uh, pulls in your team of support to help you. So remember, the best time to handle an emotion is when you first begin to feel it. It is much more difficult to interrupt the emotional pattern once it's full-blown. And we all know what it's like to feel a full-blown emotion. My philosophy is kill the monster while it's little. So use the system quickly. As soon as the, the action signal makes itself known to you, and the action signal is the, the emotion that you feel, and you'll find yourself being able to quickly handle virtually any emotion. I hope this podcast episode has helped you understand how powerful you truly are to not only change the emotions that you feel, but to truly master your life. It, it, this, this system is just amazing and it will work. And I hope that you practice it even now, even if you're not feeling anything heavy, do the steps. Think about a time in your past that you felt stuck and struggled and go through these steps see what the emotion says for you. What lessons uh, do you need to learn? What's important for you to know about feeling the emotion? And what can you do right now to change your emotional state and prepare the next time a heavy emotion comes at you? If you'd like to work more on this content and massively improve your life, maybe you've tried this system, this six-step system, uh, for a while and you're just like, you, you just, it's not working, reach out to me, you know, uh, give me a call at 404-558-3971 or write to me at Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. And I'm, I would be so happy to help you move through this, uh, and master your emotional, uh, destiny here. If you'd like a reading around any topic, love, money, health, business, relationships, or decisions, or if you'd like to be connected to a loved one who's passed, it would be my, be, uh, my uh, true privilege to help support you in that way. Again, you can call me or you can email me. Um, and if you like what you hear, please go to iTunes and rate and write a favorable review of my podcast. As you know, the more reviews I get, uh, the more people I can reach with my content. Uh, I'd greatly appreciate it. Wishing you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.